This is the Australian Hunting Podcast, hunting, shooting and fishing radio on the AHP Digital Radio Network. Visit us at australianhuntingpodcast.com.au. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Here's the host of the show, Jason Selms. Welcome back to AHP, the number one hunting, shooting and fishing podcast in Australia. Today's show, I'm talking with Khadijah Assad for our Everyday Hunter series. Khadijah is a mother, a Muslim, and a woman that loves her hunting, shooting and fishing. When she grew up, she did a lot of fishing with her dad. Uh, I know she takes her kids fishing as well, which is totally awesome. She loves getting them into the outdoors and she hopes to teach them later on as they get older to hunt and shoot as well. Now, I get a lot of different stuff on the show, a lot of different emails. My role here at the podcast is to give you the information and you decide what you want to do with that. I copped some criticism uh, a few months ago for interviewing Malcolm Roberts and dividing people. Uh, But again, guys, my role as the presenter here is to give you the information. You decide what you want to do with that information, whether that's pro-gun parties, whether that's the Everyday Hunter series, uh, whether that's our general guest podcast. My role is to give you the information and you decide what you want to do with that information and how it affects you because a lot of people listen to the shows and will have different opinions. Not everyone agrees with me. Not everyone agrees with my guests. But like I said, my role is to give you the information so you are better informed, uh, whether that's political parties, whether that's opinions of my guests, or whether that's opinions of anyone that appears on AHP. I thought it was a good show, so I hope you enjoy it. If you want to become a paid Patreon member to get podcasts in advance, you can go to patreon.com forward slash AHP. And for a little as $1, guys, $1, you will get podcasts in advance. If you got $10, you'll get some free stickers. Uh, soon, we're also I'm also considering conducting... Uh, some Google Hangouts as well to talk about people that are on the Patreon group and having discussions about firearms, you know, and getting your guys' opinions. Of course, if you want to write into the show, Australian Hunting Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, go to the website, AustralianHuntingPodcast.com.au and click on that leave a voicemail icon and we'll play it on the Straight Shooting Podcast. Alternatively, keep an eye on the Facebook page, Australian Hunting Podcast, because we get opportunities when we do the Straight Shooting Podcast for you to call up and have your say on the Straight Shooting Podcast. I must admit, the Straight Shooting Podcast is actually now, based on the figures I've been looking at, the most downloaded podcast on the AHP platform. So that's good. Just goes to show, guys, like I said, when you're in the firearm industry, when you're a hunter and shooter, you have no choice but to be political. Because, you know, firearms rights are under attack, and we need to do what we need to do to make sure that our firearms rights are protected for the future, for your children, my children, because that's what this show is all about. So I hope you enjoyed the show, guys. I really enjoyed it. Without further ado, let's get into my interview with today's guest, The Everyday Hunter with Khadijah Assad. Fire up the grill. This is Jason Spencer from Hunt, Catch, Cook, and you're listening to Australian Hunting Podcast. Khadijah Assad, welcome to the Australian Hunting Podcast. Thanks for joining me as part of our Everyday Hunter series. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. No worries. I appreciate you turning up and uh, being part. Getting females can be sometimes hard in the hunting and shooting community to be part of these shows. So thanks very much for that. I want to, I guess, for people that um, don't, obviously don't know about you, tell us about yourself. Do you hunt, shoot, fish, you know, all of the above? Yes, I do. I love hunting. I love fishing. I love the outdoors. I love taking my children. I'm a mother of four, and um, I like to teach them, you know, being outdoors is fun and how to protect um, the outdoors and 
um, what you can achieve outside, not just staying inside. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you Where did you grow up? Did you grow up here in Sydney, or yes, where did you? Yeah? Yes, I was born in Australia, born and raised. Um, my dad always took us um, fishing, you know, hiking, bushwalking. Taught us a lot of outdoor skills, um, how to survive outside. Um, yeah, so it was fun growing up. <laughs> <laughs> how did uh, with your family? Was it um, just your dad? Is that who originally got you? Know, what sort of memories do you have? I guess being younger and going out with your dad, and if so, what were they? What sort of hunting or or fishing did you get into? It was a lot of fishing, a lot of fishing. Like we went um, mostly to Newcastle. Um, you know, tried to get a lot of snappers. <laughs> um, also, like, we always went uh, bushwalking, did a lot of, uh, you know, campfires and sat around the campfire. You know, he spoke about how he used to go hunting and um, that made me fall in love with it, listening to his stories and we watched him go hunting. We never did it as we were younger, like growing up, but um, me watching my father and his mates because he always took me with him wherever he went. So watching him... Do all the things outside made me fall in love with it. Um, when I got married and had children, I couldn't do it for a long time. But um, after they grew up, I thought, why not? You know, you only live once. Why not just give it a go and, um, you know, see the outside and do what we love to do? How long yeah. you would you say you've been, not say back into it, I mm-hmm. guess, but recently taken it up again a couple of years five yeah, years ten uh, years about three years and a half yeah yeah okay brothers or sisters into it or anything yes, like that? my brothers then? yeah yeah my brothers are really into it i've got <laughs> two brothers that are younger than i am um they, they love going hunting my dad brought them into it um yeah it's more of a with my culture it's more of the, the boys do it so um, I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm going to do it no matter what. What do they say yeah. when people see you, I guess, you know, in hunting they, you know, see, see a woman, that they, does yeah. that shock them? It's does very that... shocking, very, very Is shocking. It? Like, oh, my goodness, you know, you're a lady. You should be at home cooking, cleaning, <laughs> looking after the kids. Um, I'm like, no, no, we've all got a chance to do what we love to do and why not? You know, if you don't like it, you don't have to like it. I love it and I'm going to do something that I love to do. Yeah, what's it yeah. like being, you know, a woman? I guess, you know, you might probably head to uh, the range and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, you'd have to say, I guess, it's it's quite male-dominated, I would mm-hmm. guess. What's the reaction like when you go to the range, for an example? Do you think it's it's welcoming? Do you, what, what do you yeah. think when you normally go to the range and stuff uh, like that? The first time I ever went in, I was very nervous, <laughs> very nervous, um, especially because of my culture. So walking in there, I thought, oh, oh my goodness, I'm going to get judged or – Am I going to be comfortable or, you know, am I going to hear a few words? It was complete opposite. As soon as I walked in, everybody was smiling, welcoming. Um, I felt like I was at home. It made me fall in love with it even more. Like I wanted to do it even more because I felt like everybody accepted who I was as a person other than my faith or the way I was dressed or how I looked like. Um And they actually were there to help me and they were giving me more tips and showing me what to do. And every time I had a problem, I'll just call them up and they'll they'll come and help me. So it was very, very comfortable. Now that you're older, I don't mean to be intrusive because I know I guess as people and myself, we get a bit older. Do you you get to do it now with your dad if he's still, I guess he's he's still alive or I guess do you get to go with him now as he's a bit older? Uh, No, not really. I don't go with him, but um, I go with friends. Um, My daughters have permits to shoot as well. So um, every time I give him a chance, I'll take him to the range. Um, 
you know, trying to teach them before I take them outside, you know, to show them how to hunt. But before, um, taking them to the range and showing them how to shoot and how to um, aim correctly. How old are your yeah. kids, if you don't mind me asking? How old yeah. are they? <laughs> it's 16 and uh, 14. Okay, Yeah, sweet. the older two, yeah. Yeah, very and, good. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us about, I guess, some of the – we'll go through both, I guess, because this is always quite an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Some of the pros about being a uh, hunter and shooter. What are some of the pros? Give me some of the, the benefits, I guess, of being a hunter and shooter. Uh, the benefits is always having fresh meat. <laughs> That's the first thing you want on the list. Um, being outside out, – sorry. Being outside is, um, you, know, you know, you feel alive. You feel your soul just – you know, being reborn again, just seeing the outside, seeing the view, um, looking at the animals, how they move, how um, how they uh, behave outside. You know, you don't see that because we're in the cities, we're in the suburbs, we, we don't see all this. But when you go outside there, you see the animals just in a – it's a different, completely different world and um, you become one of the surroundings. You become the, the – the outside, you become the trees, you become just where you are and you learn to survive in that place. And that's a way of living and it shows you how, how back in the days, how they did it and um, you keep, you, you take it on board and you try to teach your children how um, to survive, you know. How often do you get to go out? Do you get to go out hunting as much as you can? Or? Oh, I wish I could go every day. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Don't oh, we all? Yes. But I go um, every time I get a chance because I work. Um, I I try to go as much as I can. But um, you know, work commitments and family commitments sometimes uh, take our time. Absolutely. We can't go. Yeah. What about some of the cons? You know, some of the negatives you might say. I guess about being a hunting shooter. Do you think you can think of any? No. 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 None at all. None? <laughs> no. No. Oh, the only thing is. Um, I look at a, at a lot of videos online, and a lot of people go out go out there without training, without um, knowing the the effects. If you do something wrong outside, you know um, you can harm yourself or you can harm someone else. Always make sure that you practice and um, learn and read and ask people for um, directions. You know, don't just go out there without knowledge. Yeah. Absolutely. Let us talk about interesting ones. Some, mm. um, I'm guessing, like we all do, we all have friends that don't hunt or shoot. Yes. You know, so I guess you know. Cl- let's talk about close friends as well. But let's talk about people that you might not know that well, and they they find out. They said, "Oh, Jesus, she hunts! Unbelievable!" Mm. What's the reaction normally to people that find out she hunts? What are they? What's, what do they say? Anything? Have you heard anything? Or uh, more of um, you know, good words, not that much of a bad thing but um yeah as i said earlier they're shocked in the beginning um but then they say oh well done why not you know why not do what you love if you love it do it absolutely what about um let's talk about hunt we'll talk about hunting first that's always the exciting one yeah what do you like to hunt let's talk about that deer yeah (laughs) yes she didn't take five years like me to get your first no. one. Uh, oh, that's make me feel worse now. <laughs> How long did it take you to get your first deer? How long? Oh, not long. Um, yeah, around two years. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. How many times have you gone out previously to try and get one? Oh, um, I, well, usually I used to go out for goats and, yeah. you know, small ferals and 
things like that, but not dear, but I always um, read about them and studied them online. Um, yeah, and it was always one of a passion of mine to get one, and I did. What species was it? Do you know what it was? Samba. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people always yeah. like to get a samba. What do you like about deer hunting in particular? Why, why deer? Um, oh, they're a very tricky species. You know, you go out there, um, you know, the way they, they live and uh, the way they move is always tricky. It's like playing a puzzle. You know, you've got to follow their tracks, follow, um, follow their droppings and, um, you know, you, you study them while you're hunting and, um, yeah, you, you get to the point where you see one and um, don't go for it straight away. Give it time, you know, wait for it to be in the right position and then um, when you're ready, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because when I've gone hunting in the past, um, you know, I, I try and walk places and, you know, might be coming back for lunch or something. I you know some people go out all day and they're massively keen. They'll stay out, you know, 10, 12 hours from, you know, dusk till or from dawn till dusk. And then sometimes I've been walking somewhere and I've spent, you know, hours trying to, you know, walk to that specific area, for example. Then I'm thinking, okay, I've got to go back to camp, maybe have some lunch, then I'll go out again for another three or four hours. Yeah. Yeah, normally I turn around and all of a sudden I see, you know, the rear end of deer running away. I don't know how many times that's happened to me, you know, countless times. Yeah. Um, even the last trip uh, we turned up, I decided to just, you know, go for a bit of a walk around, still in my normal gear, there was a great area I wanted to check out from before, and all of a sudden we're standing at two deer right in front of us. I'm like, ah, oh, what are you? With all the things that happen when you don't get a gun. Have you mm-hmm. shot any other species as well of deer other than samba? Or yeah, uh, no, no, just the samba. Just yeah. the samba. Yeah. Anything else you like to hunt? Anything that you've hunted in the past, or you like to hunt, or you, goats? You said you like hunting yeah, goats. Yeah, I love hunting goats. Um, <laughs> when I was overseas as well in um, my my national national country, which is Lebanon. Um, yeah, bats, a lot of bats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I've, yeah. I did um, one probably a couple of years ago up yeah. here in uh, uh, Grossvale, which is near Richmond, just out here, obviously, before near the mountains sort of thing. And yeah. they have some orchards out there, and I did some uh, bat culling there too. That was yeah. definitely very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, right before dark, I don't know if you get the same thing over there, but yeah. right before dark, 10 minutes. They come sudden, out. Yeah, all of a sudden the big flyer comes over, which mm-hmm. apparently is the – I don't know what you'd call it, the main lead batter, you might say, and then all of a sudden, yeah. two minutes, five minutes later, it's just bats galore. It's like, yeah. where, where do you shoot? You know, because yeah. they're coming to get all the stone fruit, obviously. So. Yeah, true. What about your native country? Have you been back? Have you been hunting over there? Is that big over there? Not really? Um, or? It is big, but it's more of um, birds over yeah. there. Yeah, they love hunting birds a lot. But when yeah. I was there, I was into the bats and the rats. <laughs> oh, really? What birds they hunt over there? Very interesting. I like um, to hear about quails, that. Quails, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the smaller species, like really tiny ones. I'm not sure what they're called in English, but um, yeah, they love hunting birds there. Yeah. My yeah. friend's actually, um, he's a Maltese and he says they yeah. when they used to be able to, I guess, do a little bit of hunting back in Malta or whatever. I said, yeah, but it's like a hundred guys trying to shoot one bird because yep. you know, it's so small an area now. Like, yes. <laughs> there's no birds left. So True. Um, Anything else you like to hunt? You hunt rabbits, foxes, any, any yes, opportunity? Yes, um, you... foxes, rabbits, uh, anytime we see any feral, we'll just get rid of it as much as we can just to protect the, you know, the, um, you know, our animals that we need to protect. Looking for outdoor equipment for your next adventure? At Aussie Outdoor Gear, you can find cooking equipment, camo clothing for kids, backpacks, camo accessories and much more. We cater for your hunting, fishing, 
camping, hiking and other outdoor pursuits with our unique product range. AussieOutdoorGear.com.au Quality gear at affordable prices. So when we're talking about hunting opportunities, do you, do you spend only on, uh, hunting on private land? Do you hunt, you know, we've got our, uh, I guess, DPI system, which was formerly the Game Council, where you can mm. hunt on public land. Where do you like to hunt in particular? Do you do a mixture or just purely private land hunting? Um, at the moment, it's um, uh, private lands, yeah. Okay, excellent, yeah. excellent. All right, let's, what about firearms you own? Something that might yeah. interest you, <laughs> I guess. Uh, you know, if you're hunting deer, mm-hmm. you're out there, you, you see one, you, you samba that you shot. What, yeah. What's your... Uh, Choice of caliber in uh, shooting deer. Yeah, well, I went with my mate Peter and um, a few other people, and uh, I used his rifle, which was a three hundred eight. But I own a two four three and a twenty two Magnum. No worries. Yeah. What do you like about those when you are you planning on getting any more? And what yes, do you like about definitely. those? Definitely, the twenty two Magnum is so easy to handle, and it's good for you know the smaller ferals, you know rabbits and foxes and. All the smaller animals. Um, the two four three is fantastic for goats. I love it. You know, it's handy. It's uh, you know, it's not too hard to to use, and um, it's just a beautiful rifle altogether. What about other other hunting gear? You well, actually, no. Speaking of that, what do you yeah. plan? Do you, what, do you, what sort of calibers do you plan on buying? Anything else in the future? And what? Yes. What's plan? Any any planned purchases that you or, or at least wants? You know, wanting's totally fine as well. By the way, so. I'm looking into getting a 308 definitely, and then um, a 30 odd six. Oh yeah. really? You're yeah. gonna not gonna muck around? Go no. for the <laughs> go for the big ones. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what about, you know, when you go out, I guess as a cultural thing, you might be able to explain it to me as well. I don't know. I guess different cultures, different ideas about food and stuff. What yeah. about game meat? Uh, yeah. Goats. Um, what's traditional, I guess, for you to make with these types of meats? And, and, and if so, what game yeah. meats do you, do you eat and enjoy? Yeah. Uh, with goats, we can make kifta. Which oh, is yeah, a mixture yeah. of you know parsley and onions. Uh, I know and, what that is. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I've got one of my little charcoal barbecues just sitting outside now. For yep. you, you know, I'm always posting it on Facebook. You know, yeah. the skewers and, yes. and the lamb, and oh, yep. I've got a couple of guys. Yeah, um, you know, a bit of chops here and there, and um, you know, cook a few um, dishes that are Middle Eastern dishes out of the meat as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is very delicious. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. If you ever want to make yeah. me, just let me know. Yeah, I'm, why not? I'm happy to take it off you, no problem. Yep. Um, what Anything else you make with them, anything like that you can think of? Um, sausages, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the typical, um, you know, typical food, which is, you know, everybody eats. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What about any, any other purchases in future? Other, other hunting gear? You're still acquiring more hunting gear or? Yeah, I like uh, collecting knives as well. Um, I saw that. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. I love that. Um, I used to have a big collection, but I got rid of it about four years ago. So I'm starting again. Um, yeah, so I love collecting um, yeah, and I, I just love tools altogether. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. What about um, non-hunting related activities? You know, so you might say yeah. uh, rifle shooting, target shooting, clay targets, pistols, anything like that. Do you do any of that sort of thing, or um, more hunting, or? Oh, uh, it's more going to the range. You know, target and shooting at the range arm um, and going hunting. That's all.
Looking for a big weekend? Australia's biggest sport shooting and outdoor event, the SSAA Shot Expo, is now even bigger. With hunting gear and outdoor equipment from the world's biggest names, plus demonstrations, talks, and entertainment for the whole family. Over 120 displays, one location. The SSAA Shot Expo, RNA Showgrounds, Brisbane, August 26th and 27th. Book online or pay on the day. Visit shotexpo.com.au for sponsors and the full program. All right, there's an interesting question here. Everyone's got a different opinion, and uh, some people get stumped by it. What is it about hunting and shooting that keeps you coming back, and what is it you enjoy about it so much? What keeps me coming back? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's just... Um, it's, it's... I've stumped her, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we're very lucky to have the opportunity to actually go hunting, um, and I hope that it would never... Nothing would ever stop us from doing so. Um, what I love about it, being outside, as I said earlier, um, it's just being away from the noise, you know, yeah. just being away from the noise. It's just very peaceful, very calming. Um, it's just uh, serenity. I think you're yeah. right. It's interesting. I yeah. think years ago when I, when I first got into hunting mm. and I had to chat with a lot of people actually, and I think I liked the idea of going more than sometimes I actually liked going, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the more I went... Even like up until the last trips, like now I just can't wait to go. Like yeah. I'm always like, okay, we've got three weeks to go, yes. two weeks to go. Whereas before, you know, I might go out and hunt. I might last two days. Oh, okay, going home now, sick of this sort mm-hmm. of thing. And then when I got home, I'm like, wish I was out hunting, yeah. you know. So is, is do you think the more you do it, the more passionate do you get about it? Would you yes. say that's, that, that'd be about right? Yes, the more you do it, the more you're out there, you just – crave just being in the the outdoor the wild you know you just want to sit there sometimes not even shoot you just want to sit there stare at the surroundings um the mountains the just the view is amazing you take it all in once you recollect everything and um connect with your soul that's when you're ready to hunt yeah yeah why knives as well? I remember you just mentioned you liked collecting knives. What yeah. is it about knives? What uh, do you enjoy about um, that? I like to take one each time on a different hunting trip and it, um, it just gives me a memory. Each one I look at, it just gives me a different memory on each different trip I go on. Interesting, yeah. interesting. You, any yeah. any particular blades you like in particular, or you just and where where do you sort of get them from? Do you normally buy them online, or where do you normally pick them up from? Uh, I get them from Safari oh, Firearms. Yeah, okay. Okay, yep. there you go. There's <laughs> My a plug for place. Safari Firearms. Yes. There you go. Best place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when you're out hunting, I guess for the when you're actually out there, I guess doing it. Yeah. What's what's your first thought? Is it a, a sort of cultural thing? Is it you know purely you're looking. You know, obviously I enjoy it. I enjoy getting the meat. But me, it's more about, I guess, the experience. The yes. meat is just a bonus for me as well. Yeah. So w- w- what's your first thought when you're going there? A cultural thing? Are you purely thinking, great, I'm only here for feral animal control? Mm. Where some people, I mean, I've never seen the Greens, you know, worry about feral animal control and say, yeah. well, I'm going to go get a gun license because I value our native wildlife. Yeah. So uh, what's your first thought when you're going hunting? The experience? Is it food? What, what generally, what do you think my, about My first thought, even... Before I leave, I'm going to get what I want to go get and that's it. Other yeah. than that, I won't do anything else. If there's ferals that come by, all right, that's an extra bonus for myself. But other than that, I get what I go for and um, not muck up with it. Are you yeah. specific to any, I guess, when you, your firearms you particularly purchased? When you yeah. thought about purchasing them, did you, you know, think about specific brand? Did you, are you a specific 
I normally use a different word when I'm talking yeah. to a man, but I don't want to use that word. But are you, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> you know, excited about specific brands, you know, in particular that you enjoy or that you want to buy? Because I know I'm a ticker fan. I don't know why. Yeah. I just am. You know, I like the way they look. Yeah. They're n- not really expensive. They're not crap, but they're not the high-range Seikos yeah. either. So yeah. is there anything you particularly like in particular? Um, it's not about the brand. Or depends on uh, the power of the rifle. You know, I ask for other pe- others' opinions as well, not just um, what I want. And But mostly I would go for a woodstock. Yeah, really, yeah. the wooden, yeah. yeah. See, wood. I did that yeah. at the start. I thought for my shotguns, no problem. Yeah. But I, I'm a bit of a safe queen as well yeah. when I'm putting them in the safe where they get damaged. I'm like, oh, I've got yeah. a mark on that one. Yeah. Or, you know, especially when you're out in the bush, you just can't help it sometimes. Yeah. But, um, I mean, how would you explain to someone, this is an interesting question, how would you explain mm. to someone that's yeah, never hunted before, never shot? Surprisingly, I even know people that have never even fished before. So how could you make them understand why we love this culture and lifestyle so yeah. much? Yeah, sometimes I don't even understand it at all. Then I give them a, an a, an option like if I'm going fishing this is the easiest way to take them outside you know um, even by law this is a, the, the only thing that would um, allow them to go with me to do some type of um, collecting an animal you know um, and most of them enjoy it and they love it and it gets them into it especially the way I speak about it to them it's like um, a story out of a book and they love it yeah so um, I make it seem like it's very interesting um it's uh, a way of life you know back in god knows when they did that oops <laughs> yep they did that um and uh, yeah so after i speak to them they enjoy it and uh, they want to try it and experience it after they're hearing what i'm saying have you got any anyone into, you know, maybe your girlfriends, for an example? Have you got any of them into hunting or yes. it's not really their thing? No, or? I have. Oh, I really? have, yes. Tell, tell us about that. Yeah, well, she's going for her um, firearms license very soon, but she's all the way in Melbourne. Um, yeah, I go visit her. She comes visits myself. Uh, yeah, but I wish she was here. She would have been a great partner in hunting, but, yeah, she's really, really going to focus on getting her yeah. Firearms license. Is it hard yeah. when you're to get, you know, like especially girls, is it hard to meet other women when you're trying to get into hunting? Is it a difficult thing? Um, in the in the same... Yeah, in like the same city here, is it hard yeah. to find other females that are interested, especially not just in your immediate, mm. I guess, circle, but yeah. also, you know, outside your circle? Is it hard to yeah. meet other women and go, well, there's not many around that actually like yes. hunting? Or is, there, or is there more than we think there is? Uh, there are. You know, you know. Recently, I bumped into a group. There are plenty of female hunters, but um, they don't speak about it as much as we'd love them to speak about it. Um, but to be in a social area where oh, she's a hunter or she's a hunter, very hard, very hard to find them. Yeah, you know, yeah. Is it sometimes? Do you wish there was more? Is it hard? I mean, is it? Yeah. You know, obviously, as I said before, it, obviously there's a lot of men that do it. Is mm-hmm. sometimes that daunting? Would you like to see more females in, in shooting? Yes, absolutely. I'd love to see more females into it um, because it pushes your family, your children into becoming a hunter as well, to love the, the, the wildlife, to love the outdoors, um, you know, to appreciate everything. Yeah. Are you planning on getting your kids as they grow up yes. uh, into into this uh, lifestyle? What are they yeah. saying already? They seem keen to yes. <laughs> take on this. Uh, yeah, you know, my lifestyle. youngest, my youngest daughter, she's uh, nine years old, 
And she tells me, Mom, I'm going to be a hunter. She yeah. loves it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, my son as well. Yep. Yeah. When, when you go, uh, you were talking about fishing, which is, I enjoy my fishing too. Uh, yep. w- I guess let's talk about when you go out fishing, what do you like to fish for? Do you have any species in particular in specific areas that you go to? Uh, well, growing up, as I said, I love snapper. Yep, snapper, yeah. Yeah, I loved fishing snapper. But now, um, you know, at, in, it's been about a year or so. Everybody's going crazy over Jewfish. You yes. know, that, that, that's You're on it. the Sydney Jewfish page. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yes. What's his name? Chris someone or other, I think. Chris Barr something or other. So I might know it here, but mm. I think he runs the page here. I always get yeah. jealous. I've been trying so hard. Um, yeah. I go down to... I don't know if you probably know the area, but Malakuta, it's in Victoria. It's down past Eden. It's on the kind I've tried so many years. They say there's Jewfish here. This is where you go. This is what you use. Yeah. Just like my deer experience, I just can't get one. I don't know. I must be cursed, I think, sometimes. But um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm still waiting on getting my own oh, yeah? Jewfish. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, at least we're in the same boat, yeah. I guess. Um, when you were, you said you were younger going fishing too. Did you fish um, at beaches, off the rocks, boats? Were you had a boat yeah. in the family or what did you Yeah, we had do? a boat um, also off the rocks in Lilipilly. Okay, that yeah. was like one of our favourite spots. Um, also in – we always went to the entrance, you know, the entrance um, up in Central Coast. Uh, a lot of areas there we love to fish as well. Yeah. So we travelled to go fishing trips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we travelled a lot. Especially yeah. in Sydney sometimes, I guess yeah. it can be, you know, quite hard. Some of the yeah. fish I've fished down there are a lot bigger than I'd probably get here, you know. Yeah. You've really got to work hard yeah. here, I guess. Also, really um, we've been to Swansea as well. Beautiful area for yep. fishing, yeah. Tell us some of the positives and benefits of uh, hunting and shooting, do you think, that have contributed to, you know, hunting feral animals in our public and private land? Is What are some of the benefits, do you think? Uh, protecting our native animals. You know, this is very, very important because um, we don't want anything to go in, um, extinct, you know. Um, it's really, really important that we keep everything uh, under control. If we don't keep it under control, we're going to lose our native animals. Uh, farmers are losing their, you know, stocks, um, even crops. Uh, it's very heartbreaking because I used to be a farmer and we used to get a lot of foxes in our, you know, you know, even rabbits, veggie patches and things like that. They ruined a lot of our crops and um, to see that happening, it's very heartbreaking because there's a lot of loss in not protecting our native animals and our crops. Also our, yeah. What sort of farming were you in anyway? What sort of things did you... Vegetables. uh, Yeah, what sort of vegetables? Oh, goodness. Cucumbers, tomatoes, you know, zucchinis. Yeah, (laughs) beans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did that. We used to have goats and chickens and it was fun growing up on the farm. Yeah. Yeah. What sort of experience is it like growing up on the farm? Obviously, I grew up here. I've pretty much lived, you know, in this area pretty much. My whole life. What's yeah. what's it different from you know living on a farm or land or a rural lifestyle? Yeah. What's the difference between living in the city? Do you miss that sort of lifestyle? Uh, well, we did not actually live on the land. We lived more in the suburbs, but we were there every day from sun before sunrise till you know sunset, and um, sometimes we spent twenty four hours on the property, and we won't leave until after a day or two. But um, it's just it's it's very important to to um, you know grow up and see things like this. It's so um, educational, you know. Um, we're very very blessed 
to have that chance you know to have uh, land on our in our country and to actually grow fresh crops and to provide the community with um, fresh food you know to provide yeah you know the community the the you know people that you love you you know it's sharing um it's just growing up in in land is beautiful yep what yeah. about when you you bring your home meats and stuff like that yeah. do you offer them to other family members i've played tricks on family members tell yeah. them it's you know something else and then you know my ex-girlfriend one time she was like oh what's this this tastes a bit weird and i said oh it's just turkey or something i told yeah. her she then i told her later it wasn't she got pretty upset with me <laughs> do you have any friends that uh, like to eat the eat the the game meats too or are they a bit well no not really or? Oh, um well i offer and whoever wants they're more than welcome to come and get some but um yeah they love it what about your kids? They do they enjoy it or do they? Oh, like my to eat son it? loves it. Oh, my yeah. daughters are a bit. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just tell them it's something else. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sometimes that works. All right, well, let's talk about. Especially, obviously, you know, we live in Australia. There's issues going on, I guess, around our firearms ownership. I mean, yeah. what are your thoughts on ownership of firearms in Australia? What's your thoughts on that? I think it's very important. It's good to screen everybody before handing over, um, you know, the the permit. But um, I think it's very important, um, even for protection. It's very, very important. After seeing a lot of things that's going around, um, you know, where um, you know the the homeowner has no right whatsoever with protecting their home and family. Um, but you know, most importantly, it's um, learning also how to respect your firearm, respecting the law as well. Um, uh, so um, I don't know. I th- I find it very important to be allowed to have a rifle. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about that, I mean, I want to yeah. delve into your your, your personal life mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But yeah. you know, when if you ever on your own or you know you don't have a partner or a husband, whatever it may be, yeah. um, you know, is that something that you know comes across your mind at times? I mean, obviously, people that look at my page, they know I'm pro self defence, and yeah. we haven't got to go far to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with firearms, pepper spray. You know, we've yeah. seen. Uh, you know, down in Melbourne, you know, it was a Jill Ma raped and murdered by, yeah. you know, this 22-time rapist, you know, yeah. that shouldn't have been out of prison. Yeah. You know, now dead was getting mar- supposed to be getting married to her husband. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, this is important, especially for, you know, people, women that don't have to be on their own, that yeah. can't be with their husbands, boyfriends, fiancés, whatever it may be all the time. Yeah. Is that is that something that's ever crossed your mind? Have you been in a position where you thought, oh, God, like, something could go wrong here if, you know, like as in – have you ever had any issues? Because people talk about, so, well, when's this ever happened to you, they tell me. And I said, well, yeah. you know, it's like having insurance on this house here, you know. If I don't need it until I need it, you know. Yeah. I don't need car insurance until yeah. my car burns down, you know. But you need it when you need it. So yeah. is that, as a female, is that something that ever crosses your mind or? Well, fortunately, no, it hasn't. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm glad it hasn't. I'm still, we're still here talking to me now, so <laughs> yeah. thank, thank God for that, you know. Yep. Um, but if um, I think if a woman did feel ever um, in danger, I think it's important for her to have the rights to own and protect herself. Um, what about, I'm not sure how in-depth the knowledge is, I guess, of, of firearms laws. I know some people are a bit more, I'm obviously very much into it, but, yeah. you know, would you make any changes? Like, now, yeah, just just if you, whatever your experience is, is there anything you see that's um, good and is there other things that you necessarily see as bad, do you know what I mean? Is it is surrounding your firearms ownership like of current laws, whatever your knowledge of that yeah. may be? Uh, what I see, like I've been seeing on the media, 
you know, a lot of things are getting um, banned, you know, with rifles and different type of specs and um, things that can cannot be added to the rifle anymore or you cannot remove this part or yeah. add this part. How it looks too. Uh, yeah, you know, it looks how like it a looks. fully um, automatic yeah. rifle, but it's only a bolt action. We'll, yeah. we'll ban that, you know. <laughs> you know, you look at, um, you know, the new... Rifles that are out there across the uh, the world, um, like a Tika, and then you see the one in Australia. It's a completely different style. Yeah, you know, yeah. it doesn't look the same, and you'll be like, "Oh, I wish I could get that one." All right, we're just talking about um, pro gun parties, uh, you know, or who you vote for. You don't have to tell yeah. me if you guess if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you've looked at in the past when voting, looking at? Because again, a lot of people that I interview on the show, some people are. You know, very staunch firearm. Yeah. So they'll vote purely on that one aspect alone that will dictate who they vote for. Whereas yeah. I just had a recent fellow just before you who was on our Everyday Hunter series as well who actually voted for the Liberal Party for different reasons because he was a farmer. So you happy to share anything about you know, your voting and whether firearms actually comes into that decision or not? Yes, it does. And does I it? do vote for um, shooters and fishers and farmers, which yeah. is um, very important to me. And, um, you know, it will help us with uh, more rights to our ownership with rifles and um, what we can and cannot do, you know, they'll help us. Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy, I mean, with their performance, have you been happy with, I mean, for well, I guess what knowledge you do have about what they uh, do, are you happy with their uh, performance so far? And, yes, and the I fact am. And their, their uh, advocacy for shooters? Yes, yes, definitely. All right, excellent. What do you think we can do? This is a very interesting one about, Hunters, shooters, I guess, and fishermen too. I mean, we see as we're paying a, you know, a, well, I call it the fishing tax anyway. That's yeah. me, where I've got to pay to use the water. But anyway, that's a whole different way to get to that debate right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, what can we do to protect our sport in Australia? Do you think, uh, like our hunting, our shooting, our firearms, what can we do to make sure, I guess, for your children yeah. that get a bit older and for, I guess, for people that got young children as well, like how can yeah. they make sure this is going to be available to them? Yeah coming up in the future, I guess, when their kids get older. I always say it's in our hands. If we respect the land and, um, you know, the owners of the land and, uh, you know, even if you're going into state forest or wherever you're hunting, respect it, keep it clean, you know, go for what you want and, and that's it. Don't, don't muck around. Do not ruin it for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. What about some advice? Let's talk about, you know, some advice, you know, for hunters and shooters out there. You know, mm-hmm. someone, you know, it might be someone wants to get into the sport, might not even be that, just some general information. What what advice would you give other hunters and shooters uh, out there? Oh, just go there, enjoy your time, you know, um, teach your wives, you know, <laughs> why not? It's not just for men. Uh also, uh, take your children on board, show them the outsides, uh, show them how important it is to um, bring in your own meat, which is fresh, with no chemicals, no preservatives. You know, you, you're just um, eating off the land. It's beautiful. What would you do? Yeah. I mean, obviously, being a female that hunts and shoots, you know, they've yeah. got guys out there, they're... You know, wife, fiance, girlfriend, whatever it may yeah. be, might be not too sure. The man wants to get their wife, girlfriend into hunting. How do you yeah. think they can do that to try and get them interested in hunting? Especially if they haven't grown up on land, they haven't grown yeah. up around family members that have hunted. Yeah. What can a man do, do you think? What advice can you give our men out okay. there to get their ladies into hunting? Yeah. That's a good question. Make them fall in love with camping first. <laughs> you good, know? good point. Camping, fishing. Um, you know, uh, collecting, uh, just going out there, just collecting, um, you know, things to do like a collage or anything, just make them fall in love with the land. 
Yeah. Bring your 22. Don't bring a bigger caliber. So don't give them a 30 a 60 no. shoot first off, you know. <laughs> bring something, you know, even an air rifle, anything that's light and easy to use. Um, first get them with uh, target shooting, you know, bring something to shoot at. Um, and then uh, bit by bit, they will fall in love with it. Yeah. Yeah, they will see the benefits of it. Right. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. On this show here, we have a bit of a segment. That's why I didn't send you the, the questions beforehand. So yeah. it's, a, it's a five questions in under a minute. Okay. So do you think you'll be able to take that challenge? Yes, All I right, think so. here we go. So I'm actually doing this recording now. So okay. if you said the best thing about being a hunter and shooter, what is it and why? The best thing is um, you get to get your own meat and um, I get to eat it. <laughs> yep. any, yep. any particular favorite aspect of hunting? What is it and why? Uh, the favorite part is, uh, just being outdoors, you know, seeing the, the, the outside, the view, the, the bringing your, your soul to life. Yep. It's favorite beautiful. species you'd like to hunt outside of Australia. What is it and why? Ooh, uh, I would love to hunt a moose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. This is. Any particular yeah. reason why? Um, they're huge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you could hunt anywhere in the world, where would yeah. it be and why? Uh, New Zealand. Because it, it's beautiful um, and um, it's got amazing, uh, I think it's, uh, what was it called? Oh, I forgot. Tar, chamois. Yeah, yep, yeah tar. the tar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would love to get one of these. Excellent. Yeah. Favourite firearm you own? What is it and why? Um, uh, the twenty two Magnum. Oh, it's probably half a second yeah. late turning that oh. off, but just over by yeah. two seconds. Okay. Uh, that's all right. That's all just a bit of fun. To finish off, can you share a story with my listeners about Maybe something that sticks in your mind, you know, being a great day in your life. Can you come up with a story? Yes, I can. Excellent. Um, it's the day when I got my Samba. Uh, we drove around uh, four or five hours. And uh, once we got to the property, uh, we unpacked, you know, relaxed for a bit, you know, getting ready um, to set out for the hunt. As we set out, uh, we drove up, up a hill. And um, we stood there for a minute and we saw a samba. You know, we weren't sure if it was a samba, but looking at it. Is this open area? Is it thick? Is it what sort of terrain was it? Uh, it was half-half. Um, half-half, yeah. yeah. Yep. Beautiful area. Um, as we got there, you know, just looking through the scope, I'm like, oh, my God, there's a deer. Yeah. You know, it How was far beautiful. away do you think you were? How far away? Oh. Uh, can't remember. <laughs> no, no, can't remember. you're too excited. Yes, you know, you're I too was excited. too excited. Yeah, I know. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good, isn't it? You know, did you have the buck? Fe- or was it a buck? Was it a female? Was a female. It a male? It was a female? Okay, yeah, yeah, female. Yeah, um, yeah. I got ready. You know, looking through the scope. You know, I'm breathing deep breaths. And I'm like, I hope I get it. And um, you know, I'm aiming at the right spot, and just the, the adrenaline, and um, just you want to just get it, but you're just giving yourself a chance. You know, to focus and not just do it as quick as, you know, as quick as losing it. Yeah. You know, was it on its own? Was there any? Was it was on its one? own. It was on its own. Yeah. It was on yeah. its own. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking through the scope and I'm just getting ready. I'm just breathing and I'm, I'm like, focus. Do not shake. Do not shake. I aimed at where I want to aim. I shot at it and I got it where I wanted to aim, and it dropped. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, I got it. I could not believe it. I was in shock. You know, um, excitement, just everything was just a blur. 
and then reality and then a blur again and then reality and then we set off towards it we found it on the ground it was just the happiest moment of my life it was just amazing yeah nice yeah it's always interesting when those things happen isn't it, it happens yeah. sometimes you know like you know with my one it just happens so fast you know mm. you've been waiting so long you know i don't know how yeah. long you guess you'll wait before you got your first you say two years i think you yeah. said two years you know so it's just these things you know i guess it depends on which situation you see them but mine was like that split second L- yeah. literally was a split second i was in thick cover you can't see more than 70 meters maybe yeah um, and even in the bush, most of the time the visibility was about five meters because it was pine forest, only low covering pine. Mm-hmm. Jumped down onto the onto this uh, grassy area. I was on the same side. Yep. Bang, over in two seconds. I'm like, wow, you know, that's sort of weird because yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting five years for this. So, yeah. what what was that? You know, when you that feeling you were there, was it like, oh, finally after you know this period of time, I'm finally yeah. glad to be able to get. You it, know, it was like a gift, one of the best gifts I've ever received. <laughs> It was very hard to describe at the moment and um, no words would compare to what I was feeling. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. What, what species do you want to get next? Any ones in mind you want to get more deer of? You want to get uh, one of every species? Yes, or? red and fallow. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, anything you'd like to, to say or anything before we finish off? Any advice, like I said before, anything like that? Or? Advice? I just want to say to all the females, you know, just get up and go for it. Don't hesitate. You know, you would love it. And you would love being outdoors and just, you know, bringing back fresh meat. And if you just go there and you don't bring anything back with you, it's just the experience, you would love it. Yeah. yeah. When's your next hunting trip? When are you going to enjoy your next hunting very trip? Very soon. Yeah? Yeah, very soon. Excellent. All right, Khadija Asad <laughs> joins me here on the Australian Hunting Podcast for the Everyday Hunter series. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to an episode of the Australian Hunting Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.